0: That's ljsinnercircle.com, or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. So you get up to play a song at the jam session, and you're terrified, you're sweating, you're nervous, you just don't feel good. You're afraid you're going to mess up, screw up, and embarrass yourself. So how do we get over performance anxiety so we feel confident and fearless? That's coming right up. What's up, Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards where we help musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast. We do lots of jazz theory, jazz improv, jazz practicing and even mindset tutorials like this on the show. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss out on anything. Listen, we can all relate to that feeling of just being so nervous and overwhelmed when we're going to perform, especially after we've practiced a long time. We freeze up, we just end up getting lost in jazz So and jazz standards, and we just don't feel good about our playing as a result of that performance anxiety. So we need to learn how to manage that and be able to set ourselves up for success as much as possible. And quick disclaimer before we get into today's show here, I am not a psychologist, nor am I a neuroscientist, nor do I play one on TV. So all this is just really based off of my personal experience and the things that I've seen helpful in my students. So I'm gonna go over my five tips for overcoming jazz performance anxiety, but of course, I'd love to hear from you. Leave in the comments or the show notes how do you deal with performance anxiety would be great to hear your thoughts and ideas as well Tip number one is to over-prepare. Now this happens obviously before we even get to the jam session or gig, so this is the obvious first step, is the more prepared we are for whatever musical situation we're going into, the better off we're going to be. But of course, a lot of us naturally know that, so what are some ways that we can over-prepare? If you're going to a jam session, figure out what songs are being called ahead of time. So feel free just to go to that jam session and actually just sit there and not play at all. Just notice what normally is being called, that way you can go back home and learn those jazz standards or at least learn several of them so that you're prepared to play them now if you have played at this jam session before and you got lost a particular jazz standard then now you can mark that as something that you need to work on so go back and just work on that tune a lot like why did you get lost really try to analyze that and over prepare over that particular tune so that doesn't happen again now perhaps you realize you actually don't know a tune as well as you thought so again deep dive into that tune and make sure you're able to play it in different keys. Make sure that you're able to play it in different tempos, anything that you can think of, any kind of variation you can think of that you would help you more deeply learn that tune is going to be very valuable. Now, one thing that I learned from a colleague of mine for over-preparing is actually to practice with distractions. So oftentimes that's what we're experiencing when we go to performance is distractions. And so, you know, practice playing while your TV's on, practice playing while you're walking around your house, any kind of environment that can be a less than ideal environment for you to play or perform in can actually help you feel more comfortable when it comes to playing at a noisy bar or a noisy restaurant where there are things distracting you and can kind of make you feel a little bit unsettled. So tip number one is to over-prepare. Just really repeat things over and over again. Just spend the time in the practice room so that at the very least, when you do get to that jam session, you know that you put in the effort and the time to get as comfortable as you possibly can be. Now, tip number two is to simulate a performance Performance environment. So ultimately, when we get to perform, we are feeling an environment that we're not used to. We're used to playing by ourselves in our practice room, and that's not a very high pressure situation. So, there's a few ways that we can simulate a performance environment. The first one is to simply record yourself and record yourself regularly. You probably have experienced before, if you have ever recorded yourself, that when you hit that red button and everything starts recording, Everything seems like it's in hyper focus, and that's because you feel intensity, adrenaline, and pressure to perform well, even if it's just by yourself in front of a camera, in front of just your computer recording something. Especially if you ever recorded in a studio before, you've probably really felt this really intense anxiety about it. So by practicing recording ourselves regularly, This can actually help simulate that environment, help us feel a little bit more comfortable with having a spotlight essentially on us. Recording is a great way to do that. Another great way to do this is to actually just ask someone who you trust if you can perform for them. Maybe just one jazz standard, one tune. Uh, It could be your significant other, your wife, your husband, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. It could be a family member, whatever it happens to be. Just go up to them and say, hey, I would really like to perform this tune for you. And to make it not awkward, just say the reason I'm doing this is because I have a lot of performance anxiety and I think it would help me if I just performed for somebody else ahead of time. It's going to be a great way just to at least get yourself out there and perform in front of somebody else and you trust them. So even if you mess up, they're not going to judge you really harshly and they're going to know why you're doing it in the first place. Tip number three is to take control of the physical things that you can actually control, right? Because a lot of things are out of our control when it comes to our psychology, when we get into that performance environment, right? Our brain starts racing, our head is racing, we start getting sweaty palms. Like we can't control those things. They're just kind of automatic. So what physically can we control? So first of all, let's talk about equipment. If you're a saxophone player, make sure that you're showing up to that jam session with your best read, right? The last thing you want to do is play with not your best read. We all know that reads are not perfect, right? Or if you're a guitar player, a great example would be come with your amp where you're used to what the sounds like. As a guitar player myself, I can relate to going to a jam session and just being completely bewildered when I hear the sound coming back at me from my amplifier. And the reason that is is because I'm actually not used to that sound. It is a foreign sound to me, but I want to be playing from the sound that I'm used to. So if I can bring my own amp, that's a great idea. And also if you can mess around with the settings with the amp that is already existing at the jam session or gig if it's not yours, that's really helpful to get that sound dialed in that you really like. This goes for any instrument. Any instrument has their variation of these things. Now, another thing you can do is to go to the venue early ahead of time, right? So get there like half an hour early and just go ahead and see what it sounds like to play your horn or your bass or your guitar or your piano there. It might sound different than what you're used to in your practice room. So just getting that feeling down of what it is going to sound like, or just even how the environment feels, like what it's like to see other people out there at the bar or whatever it happens to be, just getting familiar with your setting can be really helpful and sort of diffuse some of those nerves as well. You know, another thing that could be just so simple as wearing clothes that make you feel comfortable and confident, right? Even just little psychological tricks we can play on ourselves, like feeling really good about how we look how we feel that can really go a long way when it comes to just feeling comfortable and better and, and diffusing some of that tension around that performance anxiety tip number four is to relax your body as much as possible now you can do this before the gig or the jam session and you can do this during so for example be mindful of your posture like are you tensing up your shoulders like this Is your stomach tight? Are you flexing areas of your mouth? All these things are actually physical reactions to something that you're actually feeling emotionally but if you can relax your physical body so that it just feels better that way even though you can't control what's going on in your mind that's an aspect that you can take control over and start relaxing those different muscles now another thing you can do is before the performance spend some time breathing slowly so one great exercise is to breathe in for three or four seconds through your nose. And then breathe out longer than you breathed in, okay? So this will kind of send the signal to your central nervous system to start relaxing and calming down. It's a very subtle way to do things. And even if it doesn't actually completely take away your anxiety, it's at least a tool that you have that you can do ahead of time to start trying to relax yourself a little bit, especially if you're in a state of high anxiety. Now, one mental challenge you can do is actually to focus on what the best case scenario could be of this performance. Oftentimes, when we're in this state of anxiety, we're just going to what the worst case scenarios are. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to get lost. I'm going to get embarrassed. I'm not going to like the notes I'm going to play. But take a second just to intentionally go, well, what would happen if I actually did play the way I wanted to play? Or what would happen if I grew this much more? I got just a little bit better. That's a good mental exercise as well that you can actually control your doing by being intentional about it, which kind of leads me in to tip number five. Now, tip number five is more of a long-term process. So this isn't something that's going to solve your performance anxiety in the moment, but it's more of something to work on over long-term to start overcoming it. And that would be to start developing a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. I took this from Carol Dweck's book called Mindset. She talks about the fixed mindset being a mindset that says, I can only be so good. I'm limited to this. If I messed up and I screwed up, I'll never get it right. I'll never be able to accomplish what I want to do musically. The other player in the room was way better than me. I'll never be as good as that person. And that's kind of the fixed mindset. There's a limitation there. Whereas the growth mindset says, hey, even though I got lost in the jazz solo, I got lost in the form or I wasn't as good as that other person. This is an opportunity for me to improve from that situation so that the next time I show up to the jam session, I'm going to be that much better. So this is something that you really have to intentionally do. And you have to like really resist that urge to constantly tell yourself why everything sucked and why everything didn't go very well. So really try to hone in to that growth mindset over a long-term period. And this could really be helpful for you. All right. So that's all for today's quick win podcast episode. Ultimately, the conclusion here is you just have to practice performing quite a bit. And then over time, it becomes more and more easy and you'll have less performance anxiety. Make sure you subscribe to the show. If you haven't done so already on your favorite podcast listening app, make sure you leave a rating and review on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts it really helps the show out. And by the way, we always record ourselves and have a really supportive community where you can start getting over some of those jazz performance anxiety things and improve with us in our inner circle membership. So go check out the inner circle membership at ljsinnercircle.com. You'll find it a really encouraging environment to grow your jazz skills in a non judgmental place. All right, until next time, happy practicing and see you in the next one. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask.